0: Sometimes I feel so stuck in my head, but I know that I'm healing. Hello, besties, and welcome back to another episode of Healing Sin. Today, you're going to be hearing all about my pathetic love life. So, I'm going to begin with telling you guys about something that happened to me a few weeks ago. I decided that I wanted to get back out there and I don't know how I don't go out. So I thought that downloading Hinge would be a good idea. Not Tinder because apparently it's hookups and they provide baby daddies and I I just cannot. So I downloaded Hinge. I picked out some of the cutest pictures that I have on my phone. You can answer prompts. So I answer some fun prompts. Just things that I felt that really described me as a person. So I was like, okay, it's good to go. Let's see what happens. For a whole day, I got nothing. And I was like, what the fuck? Why am I not getting any likes? I know I'm not ugly. What's going on? I started going through the guys that they had on there. And they looked off. So I didn't pay a no mind. I said, okay, I'm going to give it another day. Still fresh. So let's see. Another day passed. I got one match. This guy had blonde hair and he was smiling a little too hard. So he looked off and I, was, I wasn't feeling it. So I just pressed the X on him. Another day passed by and I was like, "Okay, like something must be going on. I might have the age group wrong. Maybe they're too young or maybe I have the distance set too high. I go in there to the settings. I fixed the age. I it was set to 25 to 28. And I was like, oh, no. So I fixed it to 28 to 32 The distance, I set it to no more than 30 miles. I went to go preview my pictures. And then finally preview my profile. And guess what Cynthia did? I put that I was 28 years old. From Houston, Texas. And a fucking male. (laughs) I could have died. Literally, I busted out laughing, and I called my best friend. She said I was embarrassing, that I called my other friends. They, they were just laughing. It was so funny because I felt that this was the universe sign that I am still healing, and I should not be looking, out, looking for a man. So, I mean, I left that for what it was. Um, I don't have hinge anymore, but you know, it makes so much sense because that's why they looked off and like literally one of them even was dressed like a drag queen. And I was like, Oh, well maybe he's straight and he just dressed y'all. It it was just so fucking funny that that was so funny, but yet so embarrassing because they're probably looking at my pictures like, dang, does she really looks good? She really looks like a girl or something. I don't know. So, yeah, um, let's see Even a couple of weeks or a couple of months or whatever, either they come to me and it happens organically or I download a dating app again because right now, I'm going to just chill on it. So, I've never been the type to, like, date many, like, lots of people. I've always had boyfriends and really, like, I started having boyfriends in college because, I don't know what was wrong with me. Instead of living my life and seeing what was out there, I wanted to be with somebody. I had a boyfriend in college, and he was from Waco. He didn't actually go to Baylor, so that was fun. But he ended up having a whole baby mama that um, I knew of, but I didn't think that they were together. (laughs) Then I met somebody that was an athlete, and... He was supposed to go to Baylor. Um, he was supposed to do a year in junior college. So I, I really, I guess, like the idea of dating an athlete. And I used to drive to Tyler, Texas, because that's where he was going to uh, junior college to. Every weekend to go to his football games. And I loved that relationship for a whole year. <laughs> Um, the second year it just got tough. It's hard to date athletes really because everything that they do wrong on the field, it's like they take it to heart. I mean, obviously they're on scholarships, they have to play how they're supposed to. If not they get cut from the team. But with him it just came to the point where it he became he he was so unhappy because he was Playing at the junior college level and not at a D one school, um, at a big university, that it bothered him, and it took away from me. He became so secluded. He very reserved. He didn't talk about his feelings. He didn't want to do much, and I held on for a long time. But I think I held on to the fact that oh well maybe he's gonna come play football here at Baylor and it'll be perfect and we're gonna get married and start a family but I wasn't really holding on to any feelings like yeah I loved him I dated him for two years but again it was just an illusion that I was holding on to rather than him as a person then of course I met baby daddy and that was fun for one however long that lasted after him, um, right after that whole CPS thing, I started seeing somebody, and it wasn't like a stranger. I had pre- previously worked with him when I moved back to Houston. Um, I was going from, I went from one sales to another to help fix the store, um, and I met him there, and he was super young, so I never thought anything of it. I actually thought he was a little too arrogant um and he just thought he was all that so during covid um during the shutdown like he added me on snapchat and we just started talking and one day we met up at the park um his name let's just call him z z he was really cute like he is one of the handsomest guys that i've ever dated he was mixed with pakistanian and mexican uh he dressed well he liked expensive things so he would have his little his little gucci shoes and he was very well put together he was very cultured he liked going to nice places to eat so he he treated me like a queen he wanted me to have nice things um But I I think during that time, since I was dealing with the whole CPS thing and the atopic pregnancy, it kind of pushed him away. And I mistook his... I I always used to say he was clingy because literally every day he wanted to see me. He wanted to do something with me. Every weekend he wanted to take me out. And it it was just so much for me because I wasn't used to that affection. I left a relationship to be with... Well, I didn't believe it, but I got out of a bad relationship just to go and end up being in another bad relationship with my child's father. And so I didn't know what normal was. I didn't know what being spoiled meant. I didn't know that affection was okay just because I wasn't being given that. So I fumbled that. Um, But I will say he was a a little possessive, and I think that would have either way, end up blowing badly, Go, you know, going badly because I'm not the type that you you think you own me, that's just not how I was raised, and yeah, so after him, um, I didn't date anybody for, for a while, um, he actually came back, and I thought that I would want to give it another try, but no, he's just too young. And I don't think that he fully grasped that I had a daughter and I couldn't do these things because I had other responsibilities. Like, I couldn't see him. I couldn't drop everything that I was doing just to go spend time with him because I was still a a full-time mom. So I think a year passed and finally I was like, okay, what is this Facebook dating thing that they're talking about? So because of my coworkers, I... Did the Facebook dating and I met a couple of people, talked directly through the app, not so much met. One day I matched with somebody, well, we're going to call him Coach because he he does coach. And I actually did like him for our first date. We went bowling and at first it was awkward because like I said, I, I hadn't done this in a while. So it was all new to me. And then we just, like, hit it off really good. I would go see him every week. And I'm not going lie, he was very reserved. So it was hard to get him to open up. And it was hard for me to open up at first. He asked me, was my child's father involved in her life? And I didn't want him to know things that he didn't have to know because, for one, like, we're just casually seeing each other. It's not like we're going to get married or anything. So I told him yes, but he never knew the drama behind it. And I think that's where I messed up. Because finally, I started liking him so much that I think he could feel the vibe. And he knew like that something was going on with me. Because my vibe was just wrong. I remember... I told him, finally, you know, this is what he's doing. This is what he's not doing. And honestly, that told him everything he needed to know about me. And I think he took, like, a big step back. I mean, I don't blame him. Who would want to try to date somebody that has all this baggage? Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not in a healthy co-parenting relationship with this person. No man wants to come into the life of a woman with a child and she has like drama, (laughs) intense relationship with with her co-parent. So I don't blame him. I also felt like attacked by him sometimes because he did tell me that I felt sorry for myself and me being me, I didn't want to listen to that. I was like, I don't feel sorry for myself. Like he made me see that I did. I felt like. I made my situation bigger than what it actually was and that was stopping from doing many other things because I was letting it get the best of me. And that's when when something clicked in me and I was like, oh no, if someone that I barely shared these details with can see that I'm broken, then what do the people that actually know me and know what I'm going through think about me? I took a step back from him because like I said, I, I really liked him. I really did. We could do nothing and it'll be it'll mean so much. One time he like he's big into anime. One time I was sat there and watched like four episodes of this freaking show <laughs> with him because that's just what he wanted to do. One time he had work. And I came over and while he was doing his work, I was doing homework or I read a book and it just felt like healthy. But he himself is in a journey of healing from whatever he's healing from and he's doing what's best for him. So he's not looking for a relationship or anything like that. And I I admire that so much because I've always been afraid to heal So I think that definitely that's something I should do. Like, yes, I can date people to know what I like and don't like. But I I should find time for me. Because at the end of the day, if I don't love myself, then nobody else will. We're still good friends. I actually told him that I would talk about him on the podcast. And he said to make sure to say that he is fine as fuck. (laughs) Which he is. He's tall. He's... little caramel and he's he's really fine that's my friend like I appreciate him as a friend and I hope the very best for him and I think that people come into your life for a reason God sends people to my life with messages and I think he's one of them and thanks to him something like I said clicked in my head and I started wanting to work on me so that I can get out of that victim mentality and actually do something. So just recently, <laughs> I went on a date with somebody else and his name I won't say because really it's irre- irrelevant for one. But I talked to him on the phone at first and something was just off. Like I was not feeling the vibe. Like he he would say stuff and it just, it, for me, it felt like I don't know like Not that he had a god complex He was arrogant But it was just too It was on a a weird It was on some weird shit I remember getting off the phone with him And telling my best friend Like I'm not feeling this But he asked me on a date Like I'm gonna go And she's like well if you don't want to Then don't go But I was like maybe I'm just tripping Like let me just go on this date Sure enough I went on this date and we had these conversations and i asked them you know some some real stuff that i'm not going to mention because i feel like people can have their opinions about this and it's okay but um for me like no matter whether you're just dating somebody to see what you like or not like you still have to have the same values that these people have because if for some reason like you know you want to pursue something like you have to be on the same page as to what you what your beliefs are if not it's not gonna work so our beliefs were just not the same and um i I was letting it slide because i mean again i probably won't ever see that person again which i i mean i don't plan to ever um so i was like just going with the flow At the end, um, something that really pissed me off to infinity was that he said that he's always driven nice cars and that he doesn't see how I can drive a little car, which I have a 2017 Toyota Corolla. I got that. I had a Challenger before, but I got that because first off, it was like my first car as a mom. And because I was a mom and I was doing most of the things by myself, I wanted a car note to where I was comfortable with paying every month that I wouldn't feel like I'm making myself thin or something because I'm paying a fucking car note. Like, no, my dad always taught me and my brother that either we pay back cash for the car or we paid off in two years. There's no three, four, five, six, ten years. Like, no, we don't believe in that. So I paid off my car very fast and i sent two years and i i did get a six-year loan but like i said never intended to have a loan for that long like whoever has loans that are 10 years or six years or whatever y'all are crazy i would never do that but to each his own but when he said that like that shit really pissed me off so again i let it slide it was (laughs) i was not feeling this that he literally called me after it, and he was like, "Do you want to go to park to the park?" And I was like, "No, I have to pick up my daughter, but I'll let you know when you're free, or let me know when you're free." So I hadn't talked to him for I think like a week, week and a half, and one day I posted something on Snapchat, and and I was like, "I need a drink. It's been a week because I tend to have those a lot. I I get I get these tough weeks that I just need to like unload." So I was like, somebody Malibu me because Malibu is my, my to-go, my to-go liquor. And he messaged me, and he was like, if you wanted to go out for drinks, you could just hit me up. And he said that he lived close to downtown, that he, he would like to take one car. And then he asked me, was my not, was my car nice? Like, these slugs just kept coming. Like, what the fuck? I said, no, it's old and raggedy. And then he was like, oh, well, that's the real reason why you didn't want to go to the park. When he said that, it's like, I literally, like, sarcasm was on a thousand. Like, I'm about to be snarky as fuck. So I said, I have a 2017 Toyota Corolla. Like, this is literally what I said because I still have the message because what the fuck? Like, you're like, what audacity? I said, LOL, I have a 2017 little Toyota Corolla. I can buy any car I want. But I like to not have a cart node. So while people get themselves in these six years loans, I paid off my brand new car in a year. Just in case you wanted to know. But if you want to, I can also drive one of my two Corvettes. What color do you prefer? Red or gray? I mean, they're not mine. They're my, my parent and my, my dad and my brother's. But what the fuck? Like, so then he said, that is not old and raggedy. Just boring. LOL. If it's the vets, I don't mind taking two cars. Like, sh- shut your voogie ass up. Like, you drive a fucking Volkswagen Atlas. Oh my God, that is not a fucking luxury car. Like if it, if you were driving a BMW or a fucking Mercedes, then okay, wow, impressive. But shut the fuck up, y'all. Yeah, that that made me like that right there, made me realize that it's ghetto outside, and I do not want to do that. Like I literally, I'm not gonna go in. go on Facebook dating anymore because there's some fucked up people out there like what the fuck I probably got more money in the bank than you and you wanna say my fucking car is boring fuck you again I'ma just let it happen organically my husband's out there somewhere and he's probably going through the same shit as me um but yeah and I also I think that it's just so hard to date as a single mom because you never know like (laughs) what these men want I'm not the one that's going to be sleeping around. Like, no, I have a daughter. I have to be a, a role model for her. I'm not going to just be out here fucking whoever. And two, like, some people just don't understand that y- you're a mother first and everything else second. So I'm not in a moment in my life where I'm going priori- to prioritize nor want to prioritize a man because if I really wanted some dick, then I can just call somebody up. Or I can just fucking use a dildo or a vibrator or whatever. Like, I don't need to have a man. And I just need to keep healing, I guess. Because I have a lot of masculine energy right now. And I need to tap into my feminine energy when, so that whenever the time comes, I will allow someone to love me the way that I should be loved. But that's pretty much it for my dating life. Like, it's literally nonexisting. So if y'all have tips, please let me know. DM me and let me know these tips or the places where I should go. And my best friend always tells me to get dressed up and go to like a bar at the Hilton or somewhere nice. So that I can attract men that I want in my life. Which is true because he don't even have to have like a fucking million dollar job. As long as he loves me the right way and he has potential to be somebody in life then i'm with it like we can grow together boo but yeah so stay tuned for next episode where where i talk about feeling stuck and how trying to go back to school was just so hard and just having a child like how i'm have to deprive myself of so many things because again i'm a mother first and everything else second Talk to you next week, besties. Bye.